Good morning, church. How's everybody doing today? I hope well. I can tell you this much. Everybody in this room, everybody that's hearing me right now is doing better than Judas. Yeah. And if you have any doubts, follow along. It's going to be a, it's a good one. As, as Leah mentioned, um, I, I know I, I talk about our small groups a lot, and it's because there's a couple reasons. One, I think they're immensely valuable for study get into a lot more discussion with one another and stuff like that. So I encourage you to get plugged in. If you can come online, it's great. But we get an opportunity to dive into some of these things uh, and some of these what seemingly might be very simple little passages or something's very clearly stated. And then you bring something up or you look at the Greek or something and it's like, oh my gosh, that could be, wait a minute, that, and that, that is actually supported by this and that and the other. And you start to see a richness and, and I guess my, my prayer before we even start to read this is as we read Scripture, and maybe you've heard this a thousand times or tens of thousands of times, I just I beg that we are able to hear this and lean on the Holy Spirit to kind of read this with us new and fresh. We want to get something new out of this. We want our lives to be changed. Even by hearing the same words that we've maybe heard a hundred times today, I pray as we do this together that, that, that it means more to us. We're able to get something to deeper out of this, a better understanding of God. Not just some niceties and things like that, but something significant. So, and today's another one of these days. We're going to be talking about Judas. And we all know Judas. There's probably not going to be something here where you're like, oh, I had, I had no idea. Was he one of the apostles? Huh? No, we all know. Uh, but as we study this, uh, you know, just don't put it in cruise control, which is easy to do. I'm preaching to myself as much as anybody here. It's easy to do. Uh, with that, let's go ahead and dive on in. Uh, as we said, we're going through Holy Week. Lord, who is it? That's the name of this sermon. Uh, it comes right out of the passage. So if you've got your Bibles, turn with. If not, uh, feel free to read off the screen. We'll be in John 13, 21 to 36, I believe. So let's read together. After saying these things, Jesus was troubled in his spirit and testified, Truly, truly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. The disciples looked at one another, uncertain of whom he spoke. One of his disciples, whom Jesus loved, was reclining at table at Jesus' side, so Simon Peter mentioned to him to ask Jesus of whom he was speaking. So that disciple, leaning back against Jesus, said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I will give this morsel of bread when I have dipped it. So when he had dipped the morsel, he gave it to Judas, the son of Simon Iscariot. Then after he had taken the morsel, Satan entered into him. Jesus said to him, What you are going to do, do quickly. Now no one at table knew why he said this to him. Some thought that because Judas had the money bag, Jesus was telling him, Buy what we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. So after receiving the morsel of bread, he immediately went out, and it was night. When he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him at once. That's only the 32. 36 was last week's verse. We just read the small group. We'll stop there. Uh, so let's pray. Heavenly Father, as I mentioned before, uh, this probably isn't a new passage to many believers, Lord. But for some maybe that are hearing this message that have never opened the Bible, never heard these stories with any kind of uh, detail, Maybe they know the name Judas, but they aren't really sure how all this transpired, this betrayal, Lord. I pray that regardless of where we are on that spectrum of understanding, if you will, Lord, that we are able to approach this word today with an attitude to be taught. We want to be taught. 
We want to learn something today, Lord, and we want you to teach it, not me, uh, not another person on this world, Lord. As iron sharpens iron, we can sharpen one another, but you made the iron and you've in, in, in devised the technique by which that works. And so, Lord, we depend wholly and completely on you to understand perfectly clearly what uh, this scripture holds for us today. Thank you for this opportunity to study in this place, wherever we may be, Lord. It's in your sons' name I pray. Amen. All right, so, Lord, who is it? Jesus was teaching. I feel like I could start every single sermon this way, especially when we talk about hashtag ABT, always be teaching. That's new. Um, but it never ends. I mean, it, the more you study what Jesus is saying, the more you see that like every word out of his mouth was designed to teach these people. He took his job seriously after saying these things. That we don't have time to read all of this. Well, we obviously have time to do it, but we're not. We're not. 